Welcome everyone to the Sight Beyond Sight podcast, where we look beyond the surface, diving deeper into life's issues. I am Mike Brown, your certified health and wellness coach and lifestyle strategist, and I want to thank you for joining us once again on this podcast. I know that you could be doing other things or listening to someone else, but you chose to tune in with other freshwater warriors and myself to dive deeper into these issues. And for that, I am very, very grateful. And with that being said, let's move along with this episode. Welcome everyone to the Sight Beyond Sight podcast, where we look beyond the surface, diving deeper into life's issues. I am Mike Brown, your certified health and wellness coach and lifestyle strategist. And I want to thank you for joining us once again on this podcast. I know that you could be doing other things or listening to someone else, but you chose to tune in with other freshwater warriors and myself to dive deeper into these issues. And for that, I am very, very grateful. And with that being said, let's move along with this episode. Welcome, 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 everybody. And I want to thank you guys for once again, lending an ear to the podcast I am once again, Mike Brown, your host, your certified health and wellness coach, working with the mind, body, and the spirit, helping you get closer and closer to clarity, the clarity that you need to operate at your optimum self, helping you find your path, helping you clear those roadblocks and those barriers in your way, mind, body, and spirit all connected. So what does that mean? That means that if you need one-on-one help, I am here for you. If you need group help, I am here for you, okay? That's how that works. And I know it gets all crazy. Oh, man, he works with a lot of different things. He can do a lot of different things. Well, I intentionally did that because I believe they're all in one. So if you want to work with the body and transform your body, I have programs that will help you. I can work with you one-on-one with weight training, Uh, strength and conditioning, all that good stuff, agility training. I'm certified in that as as well, okay? Now, when it comes to the mind and the spirit, that's more the one-on-one. We're getting to know where you're at, who you are, what are your desires, who do you want to be, what do you want to do with your life, what what path do you want to take, what has been stopping you, what are some of these stressors? You know, we, we dive deep into that. And I coach you along, right? Helping you gain clarity for yourself is is definitely a team effort, okay? Now, that's enough about me. You guys know about me. But I hope you guys have had a blessed week. I hope you guys are going day to day, um, giving your all, giving your best. And I know that you are. I know that you are because I'm around other freshwater warriors And I see what they are doing, and it it motivates me to keep doing what I am doing. So I want to thank you guys for keeping this community, this tribe, this tribe going as we grow and we change the world. Because that's what we're doing. We have to change lives and change the world. So I was sitting around thinking, as I always do. But this time I was sitting around thinking, and then I had a young teenage fellow come up to me. He was messing around and making me laugh. And then he asked me in a serious tone, and he said, Mr. Brown, do you have any ops? 
And that's their term now. That's what they say, ops, opposition, any enemies. You have any haters? You know, for those of you who are my age, haters, you know, do I have any haters? And I'm like, of course I have haters. I know you look at me and I'm such a cool cat. I'm just an awesome guy. I love everybody and I'm trying to get the best out of everybody. I know you see that and you would think to yourself, how on earth could anyone not like Mr. Brown? How on earth could anyone go against him? I know. Sometimes I have to look in the mirror and think, how could they do that? <laughs> but no, in, in reality, we all are going to have some kind of op in our path, okay? Isn't that not correct? It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done. It doesn't matter if you're doing something for the greater good. You're always going to have some kind of roadblock, someone just sitting in the corner, just searing and seething and upset that you are doing something so nice for other people. They don't want to see you keep moving ahead. And some of these people are closer than you think. Some of these people are the ones who claim to be your friends. So I looked at him and I smiled and I laughed and I told him, yes, I have ops. And he was like, well, who? I said, I can't name them all, but I know that they are out there. And some of them haven't made themselves uh, known yet. But I, I watch and I pay attention and I listen. And so when my spidey senses go up, I have an idea of who might be against what I'm trying to do. So the young man was saying, he was looking at me and he his whole body language changed and he was dead serious. And he's like, for real? People are, you, you seriously have ops? And I was like, yes, I do. I do. And once again, he said, name them. And I said, I'm not going to name them, but I'll tell you like this. This is the best way I can sum it up. And this is what I want all you young men and all of you young ladies to understand. I said to him, I looked him dead in the eye, wasn't smiling. I told him, hey, I need you to pay attention to what I'm going to say. And I said to him, anytime there is a man that is strong enough to stand up for what is right, to stand up alone and go against the odds without fear, that is the most dangerous man on the planet. And of course he's gonna have opposition. And I, I, I told him that I, this is what in, in this classroom, when you're around me, this is what I am trying to convey to you, that you guys have to be critical thinkers. You have to be able to research on your own. You have to be able to connect the dots on your own. And then when you connect the dots and you know that it is the truth, you better be able to stand firm on it because not everybody is going to believe that you are standing on the truth. Why? Because as much as we sit here and say, oh, I want to know the truth. I want to know the truth. Most of us don't want to know the truth because like the movie said, we can't handle the truth. We would, we would rather be comfortable in our lie because that's what makes us feel good about ourselves. That's what everybody is pumping up. You know, if we live in this lie, we don't have to change anything. And that's the problem.
So I say to all you freshwater warriors, keep standing firm, keep moving in a steadfast manner, be fearless, do not be afraid to stand alone. Because this time is winding down that we have to stand firm when we're going to be put to the test where everybody's going to say, hey, everybody's over here and we're leaning towards this direction. Everybody is saying this is right. And you know good and well that is the wrong answer. And you're going to have to say, nope, I'm just going to stay over here. Now, do you think that people are going to sit there and say, well, okay, that's fine. No, they're going to look at you, call you all sorts of names, tell you how foolish you are, tell you that you're nothing and you're a zero, that you're crazy, that you don't know what you're talking about. Everybody else is doing this and how could you not see? No. This is what you're gonna face. This is what our kids are gonna face. But stand firm. Who's the, who is the most dangerous man on earth? A man who is fearless, a man who will Stand up for what is right, no matter what. And he will take those daggers. He will take those jabs. He will take those hooks. He'll take those gut punches and he will fall to his knee. And people will look at him and think that he's down and out. And when he's down and out, they're going to throw rocks at him. They're going to throw bricks at him. They're going to spit on him. They're going to call him names and they're going to laugh and they're going to parade around him thinking that he is done. But no, he is not done. You see, what you didn't understand was when he was on his knee, he was down there praying for the strength to keep going. He was praying for clarity. He was gathering himself. He was taking in more air. He was taking in more air, getting his breath so he can rest, so he can stand up and go for the double leg takedown. He knew what he was facing was temporary. And he knew he, he was strong enough to wait it out. He was strong enough to take that punishment. He knew he was. He knew he could outlast all of his ops. And while the ops were sorely mistaken, they thought that he was down for the count and he wasn't. So what happens when he rises? There's disbelief. There's shock and there's awe. That's when the insults become even more poisonous. That's when the blows become more vicious. But it's too late because this man has gathered up more faith than you could even imagine and more strength than you could even imagine. See, when you looked in his eyes, you knew he was battle tested, but you just didn't know how far he was willing to go. You didn't know how much he had been tested. You thought that he had no chance of handling all of you guys a thousand, a thousand to one. You thought that he could not beat those odds. But once again, that was foolishness. When you looked in his eyes, you saw a man that was battle tested. You saw a man that had been through some things. You, you're not quite sure what it was, but you knew that he had been through some things. And when you saw that, 
you ignored it. Why? Because now you have become fearful. Every day there's men and women, foundational men, foundational women, freshwater warriors doing this, going through this same battle, being kicked while they're down, being left for dead, trying to get rid of the, end quote, problem so people don't have to look in the mirror and face their own fears, so people don't have to look at the truth and change their ways and change their, their mindset. You see, a lot of people would defend this lie because it's their livelihood. This lie has become their livelihood. They have defended themselves with this lie over and over, and they feel justified because they don't ever have to change because now they have a horde of people who agree with their foolishness and they're all doing the same thing. And they think for some reason that they're walking in truth. But whenever you're walking in a lie, it can never be the truth. So you can try to fool yourself if you want to. But then when you look at that freshwater warrior, that man that you had kicked down, you know that he was covered in truth and you were trying to dirty up the truth. You tried to make it look nasty. You tried to make him look like he was the falsehood. So everybody would say, yeah, 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 yeah. You're doing the right thing. It doesn't work that way. We're in a time where everything's so confusing. Well, they're trying to make it confusing, but we have a lot of confusion out there. We have a lot of people uh, trying to figure out how many genders there are and, and who's this and who's that and what's what and what's not. I mean, we have all these conversations going on and people are sitting here wasting time with these conversations. Why? And they think that they're having these deep revelations when really it's just uh, no. No, that's wrong. Yes, that's correct. It's just yes or no with most of these, these end quote, tough issues to talk about. Again, who is the most feared man on the planet? And that is a man who is fearless. Now, what does that look like? You know, see, this man could be difficult to recognize because when we think about power, when we think about strength, when we think about leaders, when we think about being a hero, in quote, we think about the physical. We think about the personality and the demeanor. We don't look beyond the surface. We think about all these surface adjectives that describe this man or this woman. And that's where we are sorely mistaken. You know how I can easily identify a, a truly strong person? I look at how they treat other people. I look at how they sacrifice on the daily. I look at how they put others above themselves on the daily. I look at how they speak to people when they're frustrated. I look at how they go about doing their job, even if they don't care about the task at hand. Maybe it's not their favorite thing to do, but how do they take on this task? Do they put their all into it? 
Do they show discipline? Do they show a level of compassion because they want to do a good job, not just for themselves, but for everybody else that's involved? Or do they sit there and complain the whole time? And they say, well, somebody else will pick up the slack. I don't even like doing this, so I'll give it 50%. It's easy to judge a person's character after you've seen it for a while. And sometimes it's instant. You already know when you meet that person, there's just a glow about them. There's something different. You feel this, this surge of comfort. You feel this surge of humility. You feel this surge of protection when you're with them. All of a sudden, all of a sudden when you felt like you were down and you felt like you couldn't go any further, you felt like fear was taking over in your life. When you're around this person, you feel uplifted. You feel like you can keep going on now and you don't even know why. You just were in their presence for a few minutes and we didn't even talk about my issues that I was struggling with. We were talking about something totally different, but it was just how they said it. It was how they carried themselves. It was just every word that they said. I knew that they truly cared about what was going on with the world and with me and with themselves. Everything that was said was uplifting. And that right there is a powerful, powerful person. Oftentimes you see these men and they get such a hard time. You know, the quiet gentleman, the man who's never too riled up, even when there's chaos, he has just gentle words to say, bringing everybody back together. And people make fun of him all the time and say, he's a weak man. Look at him. He's so quiet. Um, he's not tough. I can kick his butt any day. He's not this. And I tell you this, what I have learned is this, and maybe you've heard it and you've learned it as well. You know, it's always those loud, big, brash guys that are always talking, talking, talking. I'm this, I'm that, I'll do this to you if you do this, and picking on people. And every time they're picking on someone, they have a gang with them. They ain't trying to solve any problems. They're just creating all the chaos and all the problems. And it's just an aura, aura of darkness every time they walk anywhere. It could be the nice, brightest day. It, everybody could be getting along in this room. And they, as soon as they walk in, it's just this cloud of darkness that hovers around the whole room, bringing everybody down. Now, those guys are the punks, okay? Those guys are the guys that are soft. They can't stand on their own two feet. Those guys are the guys that are wishy-washy. Those guys are the guys that are the frauds. And I've also learned that when a man is usually quiet and slow to anger, this man has been through something and he has seen some things and maybe he's been pushed to a point where he never thought that he could go and he never wants to go back to that point because he's been battle tested in all facets. And so now he works very hard on a daily to remain calm in all of these situations. Why? Because he does not want to bring out that side unless he truly, truly has to. He is fighting every day not to bring out that side. 
So yes, does he look foolish when everybody stands up to the challenge and tells him he ain't this, he's a weakling this, I'll kick your butt in this, and he says nothing back? He just looks at him and he keeps walking on, doesn't challenge him, doesn't say anything. That is a dangerous, dangerous man. And I'm saying a good dangerous. That's a good dangerous You want to be with him in a dark alley. You want to be with him when you're feeling like you're against all odds. You want him standing at the front with you. Because he won't back down. He will not back down. He doesn't care about the odds because the odds don't matter to him. And the odds are no matter what happens, he's going to win because he's standing firm on the truth. So it doesn't even matter to him. He doesn't even look at the odds. He just knows I'm standing for truth. And if someone needs to be protected by the truth, I'm going to do that for them. Maybe they're not strong enough to defend themselves. Maybe they're not strong enough to be on the front lines with me. But that's okay. They can be behind me. But I'm telling you, when I look back, you better be standing firm. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. Just stand firm. And when I move forward, you move a couple of steps with me. These are the men, these are the women that you want to surround yourself with. But it's almost like they're trying to um, make make men and women of that nature become extinct. (laughs) Excuse me. But they want to men and women of that nature to be extinct. Why? Because they're going against the ops. The ops can't have that, right? So in closing, how do you become that person? Well, there's a couple of things in the in the world that we live in now, in the mind and body portion of it of healing, of health and wellness, you have to learn to take, one, your fears and battle them. You cannot just remain idle, tucked up in the corner, hoping that your fears go away. You have to learn to draw your shield and draw up your sword and go against your fears. And that doesn't mean that you're always going to win, but it means that you're always going to fight. You have to be ready to fight. And the more you fight, the more you can look at adversity in the face and say, okay, I see you coming and I know what you're coming with. I've been through this before. Maybe this might be a little bit different, but I've been through this adversity before and I've made it through. So now when adversity hits, you're not thinking, woe is me. You're thinking, okay, it's another fight. But guess what? I'm going to fight long enough until you back down, and this time I'm going to conquer it. You should look at it as, I am able to be challenged again. I'm able to be challenged, and I'm going to grow stronger. Why? Because I already know I'm going to get through this. I have the tools to get through this. Look at my eyes. Look at them. Look in my eyes. I am battle-tested. I'm ready for the fight, and that's the attitude you need to have. The body, you have to take care of your body. We ain't got time to be all weak and hurting every day for just doing simple tasks. You have to take care of your body. So whatever you take in, 
that's that's going to impact your body. So if you're eating junk all day, that's what you're going to feel like. And you're not going to be useful when it comes time to battle. You're too weak to do it. You feel too lazy to even get up and draw your sword and your shield. And then people are wondering why they keep getting afflicted by the same adversity and they keep getting their butts kicked by the same adversity. Man, I just been going through this for five years now, almost every day. Why? You're not taking care of your body. And if you're not taking care of your body, it's probably likely that you're not taking care of your mind. You have to take care of your body. Exercise, exercise, exercise. And exercise can look like so many different things. And that's where I, I, I just love this aspect of coaching because you're really, I really, really, really fine tune your workouts and your regimen based off of your needs and based off based off your capabilities. So it's going to look different for everybody. And I think that's a beautiful thing because now you're working at your capacity. You don't have to keep up with someone else or look at someone else and compare yourself to anybody else. You're focused on doing your thing and strengthening up your body so your mind will be strengthened. Okay. Now, the final part of becoming a, a fearless freshwater warrior is the spiritual part. And the spiritual part is the most important, the often the most neglected part. You have to understand that God has sent his son down, not just to save us, but he also left us with the manual, a blueprint on how to live. He, in this blueprint called the Bible, there are so many scriptures that pointedly tell us how we need to live to strengthen ourselves. And you have to spend this time in meditation and prayer. And that when I say meditation, I'm talking prayer, prayer to God. And this is how you gain the strength from him. Through this connection that you are building with God through the belief and having the faith in God, he delivers us through the Holy Spirit. And when you are walking in the spirit, and you are walking in truth, there is nothing that can stop you. And this is where you get this fearlessness. And this is where it, it, it is that longevity. It's more than the physical. The physical, it'll wear out. Those of you who are older, I'm older, you get off that couch, body doesn't act like it used to when you were 20, okay? Your mind, this is what keeps your mind pure because you're focused on the truth. You're not focused on the lies. Now, some of you will look at this and say, oh, man, that's same. that seems so difficult. Well, depending on where you're at, yes, it may seem like it's so difficult and impossible, but it's not. Once again, you just need someone to help guide you to that clarity. That's it. And once again, that's where I come in at. So in closing... I know a lot of you freshwater warriors have ops out there, but don't worry. You're on the side that's going to win. You stay strong. They're still trying to figure out a plan on how to take you down and how to get rid of you. Why? Because they're tired of looking at you. Because every time they look at you, they have to look in the mirror. And what have I said over and over and over since uh, I started this podcast? That the most difficult thing for any human to do is to take a real look in the mirror. And not just take a look in the mirror, but take a real look in the mirror and assess what they see. 
in a truthful way. And I guarantee you, when you see the ugliness that you have been trying to hide, when you see the flaws that you have, it is not easy. But it does become easier the more you do it. And it doesn't become as difficult anymore. I want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening to the Sight Beyond Sight podcast. You know, it is always a pleasure and it is always a blessing to have these conversations and to provide perspective and then to receive perspective from you guys. So uh, it's awesome. Please join us. If you like what you heard, share the podcast with your friends and family. Share it so the word gets out so we can continue to build our tribe of freshwater warriors. Uh, You can listen on Spotify. You can listen on just about any podcast um, app, you know, that's out there. So with that being said, guys, it is always all love. Once again, we will be here with you on Friday so we can move along with another issue and resolve that issue. Like I always say, we are in the business of healing and not hurting. And remember to be the fresh water that heals in a salty environment until we meet again, my friends. <laughs>